Coming up right now, the newest episode from Carr, Gwyn, and Ode on Three Pagans and a Cat. Hey folks, CJ Grimm here from Poking Dead Things. It's a hard job doing what we do, and it can get kind of gross. We know that you work hard too, so I'm here to tell you that at the end of a hard day, nothing beats a hot bath and a cold beer. So treat yourself right, head to Twisted Willow Soap Company, and indulge in a bath bomb with your favorite six-pack. Remember, the only girly thing about a bath bomb are the sounds you're going to make in excitement. Twisted Willow Soap Company. Body. Mind. Soul. So difficult it is to show the various meanings and imperfections of words when we have nothing else but words to do it with. Welcome to Glossary, the 92nd episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of 17th century philosopher John Locke. You may call me Ode. You can call me Carr. I'm Ode's father. Mary Meat. My name is Gwyn, Ode's mother. And yes, we are doing a glossary show because... Somebody <laughs> sent us an email talking about the fact that there uh-huh. was a lot of words that lot they of don't know. Yeah. yeah. So this is going to be kind of a weird one. Everybody grab your pen and your paper now and prepare yeah. to start writing. So we have... Um, don't go there. So let's see. We have one new kitten. Hello, kitten. We love you. And then we have three new hunters. Wow. And they are Melkor, Benjamin Walburn, and Nor. Welcome to our new hunters. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think I a believe, couple of them I are believe Melkor is Melkor in the Void there. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> in, in Nor is in the mm-hmm. uh, Discord yep. with us tonight. Yep. So that's cool. Uh-huh. We just got a new patron. Oh. Okay. New hunter, Sarah Mims. So there we go. That's it. That's the whole kit and That's caboodle. our new right. peeps. Well, welcome, welcome. Yep. And then beyond that, two to four yeah. on Sundays, uh, we have a Zoom meeting mm-hmm. that everybody can come in and hang out on Zoom. Those links are posted on Facebook, and then I post it in the Discord in the general every time we start because people can't find it on the Facebook page. <laughs> um, and then Gwen does a meditation Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. You don't have to be there live nope. because it's recorded, and that's on the Facebook group. But I've also started doing rituals for the full mm-hmm. moon. We just did one this past week. But I am going to be doing a dark moon deepnon ritual upcoming in a couple of weeks, and I'll keep making announcements okay. about that. Awesome. So feel free to join us. Normally in the summer, there would be things going on. Right. That's exactly. Right. That's yeah. right. I think that's everything for yeah. housekeeping. I believe so. Yeah. 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 We're, we're now house kept. Because Michigan has extended. Yes. Again. Yeah. Michigan yeah. has extended the uh, stay at home order until May 28th. Here we are. We here remain. We, here we are. Here we are. And here we will remain here for we, some time. Here we will to, remain. To go. Although I was able to go back to work because yes. manufacturing reopened. Yeah. Yes. But. Uh, and I fall into that. So. However, you're not getting paid. Well, no. No. no I'm, I'm now volunteering. Yes, you're volunteering at work. Yeah, He's yeah. going because he wants to be out of the house more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah, we're not actually bringing in money right now because we no. can't sell still. Exactly. But at least you can get out of the house. Hopefully the first of June. So that when you can actually start doing business again, yeah. you'll be all set. And uh, do curbside pickup and that's true. delivery and all that kind of stuff. So That's true. All right. So the letter A. I, I will tell you, I cheated and pulled this out of my own book that I wrote years and years and years ah, ago. <laughs> the Christian one. Uh, but this is an actual glossary of occult words with legitimate right. definitions. Definitions, yeah. So, where, where your goal was to educate Christians who didn't know shit. So they should be very, very good definitions. I'm planning on burning that book on uh, <laughs> on the summer solstice anyway. Yep, so. Yeah. So at least at least appendix I'll, one got pulled out of the book. 
Megara says, <laughs> a good use for the book. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. The only real use for that The only book, real honestly. use for the book. Yep. Absolutely. All right. All right. So let us let's so, proceed. Ace, acolyte. <laughs> One who attends or assists in a ritual, service, or procession. Nice. Okay, that's legit. Yeah. I think of an acolyte usually as like someone who's in training. Right. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. That's an, another one of those apprentice acolyte. Uh-huh. It can be. I think some of these words can. We're be starting used. strong. <laughs> yeah. We're well, starting you strong. Know we're going to argue about uh-huh, it. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the whole point. A this is for why ass, I, says Rana. Yes, that is definitely <laughs> true. This is why I started this episode with that quote. Quote. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Of like definitions fucking suck, my guys. Yeah. Trying to define a word is terrible. Oh, Mara, so, spell them A C O L Y T E. Acolyte, adept. Yes, adept. A oh. person who is skilled in magic, witchcraft, or mysticism. Right. Now, I did not know that could apply to a person. Mm-hmm. Like I knew you could be you could be adept at something, right? But I didn't and know the, you could be called. And an I have that. pronounced slightly differently. So okay. usually the adjective of adept. As in, you are adept at magic. Right. Is pronounced that way. Adept, and the, right. the title is pronounced adept. Mm-hmm. And okay. I do have adept in here as people who are qualified through sufficient study and practice to accept and train an apprentice. Mm-hmm. So would adepts have acolytes? They could. They could, yes. Or apprentices, depending on right. which word you want to use. Yep. Air. <laughs> oh, I have air. The element? The element. Yeah. Okay. One of four or five elements. In it's the classical the- tradition. <laughs> in the classical tradition. you can hear more about if you go listen to our elementals episode. <laughs> yep. Which is the element of the East, and it's associated with intuition, learning, thought, and knowledge. The color mm-hmm. yellow often. Sky, wind, high places, and clouds. Alchemy. Alchemy is a medieval art slash science. It kind mm-hmm. of hits both because it was basically early chemistry mm-hmm. with magical philosophy. I have an ancient branch of natural philosophy and proto-scientific tradition. Yeah. And the objective of alchemy was the transmutation of base materials traditionally into gold right. by means of the Philosopher's Stone, which mm-hmm. was a mythical substance. I think the alchemists also believed in the, is it the Song of the Spheres? Oh, that's a much older is idea. Is that an older idea? That's from Greece. They may have adopted that, I don't know. But okay. that's a that's a much older conception. That of idea of music of the universe. The music of the, uni- of the yeah. spheres, yeah, is, is an idea about how the universe is constructed. Alchemy is also sometimes used or referred to in magic as a more abstract concept about the transmutation of energy. Right. So actual medieval alchemy was about the transmutation of substances. Sometimes today you'll see people use alchemy to refer to the transmutation of energy. Mm-hmm. Aether, as Rana suggested, is another good word, which we spoke about when we talked about the elements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aether, as far as my understanding of it, is which philosopher? Socrates. <laughs> Socrates attempting to describe the expanse, the universe, yeah. what is beyond our physical... A spiritual substance. Yeah, spiritual substance. Mm-hmm. I do have a copy record, which basically a knowledge bank that is stored on the spiritual plane and is uh, said to have been in existence since the beginning of the universe and is constantly basically being updated by all of our experiences and the knowledge that is available in the universe. It's like the collective unconscious. Yeah, it is essentially the And I have a cautious spirit, which is also Aether. It's that fifth element. Mm. It's just another way of putting it. Interesting. I've got Altar. Which is mm-hmm. any space dedicated to a religious or magical purpose. So I have a flat surface. Does it have to be flat? See, I don't think it does. 
You usually do see it defined that way, but mm-hmm. I, I specifically didn't define it that way because uh-huh. I don't think it has to be a flat surface. I think it just has to be a space dedicated yeah. to that. Alexandrian. I have it as a tradition of Wicca descended from the teachings of Alex Sanders, mm-hmm. who was known as the King of Witches. And yes. also, I believe he was a student of Gardner at some point. I believe that is and true. And then yep. he because Alexandrian off. is a Gardnerian tradition. tradition. Yes. Yep. Can he branch Although, off? Don't the tell gen- Alexandrians no. that. No, no, no. <laughs> don't go there. Just don't go it there. Is, it is born of Gardnerian tradition. Right. Yep. Yep. That's the the lineage. Yeah. Trace the family tree. I have anoint, which is to make holy with oil. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have altered state, a mental state that is different from normal waking or a trance state that can be induced yes. through meditation, hypnosis. And, and an altered state is a very um, broad term. Yes, it's very broad. It covers mm-hmm. a wide spectrum of activity. Ooh, I also have amulet. I do too. Yep. So I have an object, usually inscribed jewelry or stone, imbued with power to bind or repel bad luck, protect and cure illnesses, and protect people from curses, things like that. My definition is a magically charged object that deflects specific energies. There you go. Usually negative. To protect yep. the bearer. So it is It is meant to be a protective piece. Yep. We've talked about it a lot, so animism. I have the belief that the divine is within everything. That's not how I would define animism. How okay. do you define animism? I would define animism as everything having a spirit. Mine would be similar to any kind of object, man-made as well as natural yeah. object, that has its own individual spirit. Right. Whereas I think the divine as like an abstract concept being in anything, or in everything yeah. is pantheism. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think that's more pantheism. All right. Panentheism, actually. No, so pantheism. Here we go. This is the, <laughs> these are the hard terms. So pantheism <laughs> is the is the belief that the divine that everything is divine. Right. That's pantheism. Panentheism is the belief that there is a divine and it interpenetrates everything. Like there's a spark of the divine in everything. No, that there is a divine okay. and it is in everything. See, I don't see the difference between those two. So, in pantheism, everything is individually divine. Yes, exactly. In panentheism, there is one thing that is divine, and and it touches everything. everything. Yes, I get that. And that's what I'm saying is the spark of that divine being is in everything. That's no. (laughs) We're not going to argue about it here. no. We're not going to argue about it here. I think we're saying very similar, if not the same things, but that's fine. All right. We're going to move on. Moving on. Moving on. We're not even in the P's. No. We're still in the A's. <laughs> but we did cover animism. Yes. All right. All right. So we talk about tarot a lot. Right. But there is, what, an arcana, right? Right. Major and minor mm-hmm. arcana. Right. So it's the two different halves of the tarot deck. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And the major consists of 22 trumps, mm-hmm. and the minor consists of 56 suit cards. Yes. Or Which is why... Technically, calling them halves is not accurate. Correct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Nor yeah. it, it's also weird that the major is less than the minor. It's because it has not. It's not to do with the number of cards. Yeah. Right. It's, it's how the, they override. It's the intensity. It's the intensity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Arcane. Ancient. Old. Secret. Secret. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. Secret okay. wisdom. And that would go along also with occult. Skipping over to the O's. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Would be clandestine. Yeah, because the cult does also mean secret. Yeah, 
yeah, it also yeah. means clandestine, hidden, yeah. secret. So does runes. Yeah. A lot of our words mean secret. <laughs> and that's the, thing, that's the thing is... Uh, Archetype? What you got? Universal images and symbols commonly used to represent deities in forms that we can understand. Athame? An athame is a ritual knife used to direct or cut energy. Usually double-edged with a uh, wood handle. Usually. Right. You actually that's see traditionally. That's traditionally. Right. traditionally. You see a lot more range in Athens. And I think now. it's traditionally in Wicca. And it has never been used to cut anything that, in the physical realm. Yeah, that's a that's a rule for that's a traditional real, Yeah, we, it's not a stabby stabby cut cut kind of thing. No. <laughs> Some of them are not even sharp. No, no, a lot of them aren't. Yeah. Oh, someone asked augury. Ron asked augury. Oh, that's augury, a good word. augury is the divination by flights of birds. Mm-hmm. And also, just to point out, Athame can be pronounced Athame or Athame. Yes. And it, it, either way. I pronounce yep. athame because that's the one that feels right to me. And that's what yep. I've heard in the yeah. past. And athame, I don't know, just rolls off the tongue weirdly. Yeah, it just doesn't, just doesn't sit right in the mouth for me. Nope. Yep. Astral travel. Yeah, astral mm-hmm. travel, yep. Or projection. Well, astral body is the, the spirit body existing as part of the physical body. And then the travel is, I don't Traveling know. It leaving to go tra- somewhere else. Leaving the body to go into the astral, astral spiritual yeah. realm. Gotcha. Yeah. And to move around without moving your physical self. Yeah. Right. And the astral plane is a spiritual realm or plane of existence. Out-of-body experiences achieved through lucid or conscious dreaming, deep eastern meditation, or the use of psychotropic drugs. Velocity is asking for Asatru. Oh. Okay, so people will tell you that Asatru means true to the Aesir. It doesn't really... That's what it's intended to mean as a deconstructed, reconstructed word. And it is a religious path honoring the Norse deities. Specifically, technically, the Aesir. Astrology, should we cover what that is? Sure. The study of the effects of the movements and placements of planets and other heavenly bodies on human lives and behaviors. A form of divination. And astrology should not be confused with astronomy, which is the scientific study of stars and planets. Right, yes. (laughs) Yes. And you see those two very, mixed up quite very a bit. different bodies. Oddly enough, astrology actually means what astronomy is. Yes. yes. And that's it why really we get fucking astronomy. confused. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It really should be because ology is the study of. The study right. of. Yeah. So yeah. it really should be astrology, but that is not But unfortunately, how astrology already existed. existed already when the study <laughs> came about, and so yep. consequently we have a word mix up here. That's right. English, it's hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Auras? What I have for auras is a visual perception of the energy or ethereal body. Okay. I have energy field emanating from the surface of a person or object. The energy can be visualized as an outline of color. The aura can be soul vibrations, the chakras, or a reflection of surrounding energy fields. I have one more A. Automatic writing. Oh! That is a process of writing in which the writer's conscious mind is not engaged. The activity can be done in a trance. Usually the writer is aware of hand movement, but unaware of the content that he or she is producing. It is a spirit that is causing the person who is in a trance to do the writing. Mm-hmm. That's all my A's. That's all the A's. Let's move so on to So now we're on the B's. So, Bale Fire. Thank you. Yeah, I have that too. Which is a traditional bonfire held on sabbats or sabbats, depending on who you are. Right. <laughs> Especially Beltane. And yes. I just put a, a fire used for ritual or magical purposes. Right. And I believe uh, Bale Fire's traditionally that its ritual purpose is specifically banishing. Yeah. Yeah. And just so you know, B is for Rana. That's not true, Rana. What does Rana like to be called? Now oh, Bill that's true. Bill wants, Bill wants a definition for Bill. Now they're just being sassy. 
Okay. Velocity wants the definition for baneful. Baneful, yep. And I was, that is something that is destructive, poisonous, harmful. It's used usually specifically with plants where it means toxic. Yeah, toxic. Essentially. Banish is to repel or reject magically. Mm-hmm. Usually right. negative energies mm-hmm. or entities, right? Hypothetically, but you could banish good things if you were feeling very perverse. So like you do. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and that could be from a person, a home, or an area, right? Like a ritual area? Yes. Okay. Besome. A broom usually constructed with twigs, herbs, or straw bristles on a stout wooden pole used to sweep away negative energy used in ritual, etc. Yes. And besoms are usually smaller than like a traditional floor sweeping mm-hmm. broom. Yeah. What about, what about bilocation? Give me the definition. Bilocation is a type of astral projection during which you maintain awareness of your present surroundings. Ooh. Bind? A binding is like the opposite of a banishing. It is to restrain or sometimes compel magically. Black magic. A term I disagree with. Agreed. (laughs) Okay, you give the definition you have. Negative magic used to harm or manipulate someone, something, or a situation sometimes referred to as the left-hand path. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. this is bullshit. There's a lot <laughs> I think the definition for black magic is bullshit. And there's a lot of people who connect it to a racist motivation uh-huh. behind it yeah. from way back in the day. Yep. Yeah, you'll see a lot of people refer to, like, voodoo as uh-huh. being black magic. Uh-huh. But I wanted to bring it up so we could all go, fuck <laughs> that term. That's some bullshit. Because you, get, you do get this whole thing of white magic, uh-huh. black magic. Black magic's what, bad, white magic's good. good. Right. One is evil, one is pure. Uh-huh. If you look at, like, I did a study on what it's supposed to mean and, and essentially it's it's the idea became the idea that it is satanic that right. it's the devil it's not natural magic it right. is you yeah, know that kind of thing some asshole made me throw my Beatles white album into the intercoastal waterway because <laughs> yeah. it's full of but the devil but essentially it, it does come I think it comes from a, a place of racism and Maybe. I don't convinced know, me I, I, don't, you know. I don't know if it's intentional racism I think the fact that we associate blackness with badness and mm-hmm. whiteness with goodness probably has racism racist associations and and, um, origins more than black magic and white magic specifically. I think the color concepts have racist origins. Yeah. yeah. Lancey said, I guess you could call that black and white thinking. Yeah. 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 When And I just think, I believe in bullshit. many shades of gray. It's some bullshit yeah. and I don't like it and so I don't use it. There we go. Here you go. Okay. Oh boy. Blood of the moon. Ugh. <laughs> go ahead and define it. A woman's menstrual cycle, which is also her most powerful time, Ugh. especially when it occurs on or around the full or new moon. Ugh. Now, now, that, what is that, a Wiccan tradition? I'm not even yes, sure. Yeah, it's a Wiccan tradition. So dramatic. <laughs> The most. Not just the term is dramatic, but my child is being dramatic about it. <laughs> so dramatic. Ugh, I hate it. I hate everybody else is like, well, oh, and they, no, and because they call, Icky. you know, because they call the woman cycle the moon cycle. Uh, yep. it's just yeah, I hate it. <laughs> so hate it, and, hey, and and it's also bullshit. And there is nothing wrong with Wiccans. That is very true. Yes, sure. we just yep. do not yeah, no, subscribe to I that particular is, belief. I just think this is bullshit, and it's. Gender normative and gross. Yeah. And I don't like it. And Saren says it doesn't work with Monty at all because Monty no. is a daddy who is male. Monty's the moon god in the Norse tradition. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, so he's not interested be. in your menstrual blood. 
Yeah, exactly. That's not so, a problem he has. A, a lot of women, not just Wiccans, but a lot of, of women equate the um, moon with female reproduction yeah. and the cycle of modern understanding of maiden, mother, and crone. Uh-huh, yeah. And that's all where that's all tied up. In. Right. Yeah. And I so, hate every part of it. But it's okay because, you know, that's you your thing. You can use it if, you makes you, if it makes you feel witchy, but man, it does not, it just makes that me feel make, So I, we're not dissing Wiccans. I just want to make right, sure that yeah. we enforce that. We are not dissing Wiccans or no, their beliefs. No, I'm yeah. not dissing Wiccans, but it really actually triggers my dysphoria, so yeah, yeah. I don't, like, okay. don't call yeah, that, okay. don't say that word to me. Alright. Okay. Blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there are two full moons in one calendar month, the second is referred to as a blue moon. A blue moon. Yes. Yep. Which, you can... which which is why we started the fucking podcast. Right. The and, podcast. And Go back is... and listen to episode one. That's right. And it is considered to be very auspicious. Yeah, it's considered mm-hmm. lucky. It's considered a lucky moon. Yep. And a sign that our calendar is wild. But I am also sad that, you know, Rana said, it's not blue. It's, it's just... That's no, true. it's very tragic. It's, it's an unremarkable very, it's moon. It's an unremarkable yeah. moon. Yep. yep. <laughs> Bowling. A boline. So it's the partner to an athame. That's yeah. right. Basically. And it is used to cut herbs for spellcraft and, and used in Wiccan rituals. It's, but the, it's the cutting knife. It can also be it's used to inscribe knife. candles. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Paul from Arts and Craft makes great ones. Uh, Jack says, please spell that. Boline. B-O-L-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. Boline. Mm-hmm. I think it can... Did and... I win? Yes. Thanks. And Black Cat asks, are bolines always curved? No. no. Traditionally, a boline was sickle-shaped because it was used to cut herbs from plants. It was used to cut leaves and things. Mm-hmm. But it does not have to be sickle-shaped. Book of Shadows. <laughs> that is a private journal used in Wicca and, and witchcraft to write spells. And Druidry. And Druidry. And whoever wants to have yeah, one. Whoever wants to have one. And you, there's also the Grimoire. Mm-hmm. Yep. So some people use those words interchangeably. Mm-hmm. I do not. I believe that a Book of Shadows, it's more of a private journal. You can keep all that information in. It's a spiritual journal. It's a spiritual journal, whereas a Grimoire is more specifically about the witchcraft the cookbook cookbook yeah exactly. on the other hand i use my book of shadows for everything yeah, and i just I, and i don't journal and it so really, it really is just my grimoire i just call it a bs yeah. and it, it it holds all of your important information yeah. about your path your craft and what you're doing and we did a whole series on it the right. burning times Ooh. oh my don't go there <laughs> stop it no this is some bad history though so I this know. is in my particular thing it's a reference to a period in the middle ages uh-huh. in which mm-hmm. many witches and non-witches were ex- Executed by the church or public officials for supposedly practicing witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Does not say that they were lit on fire. Does right. not say. Many yeah, of them so, were hanged. Yeah. Or, or stoned or, or yeah. drowned. Yeah. It was a, or tortured it was a, to death. It was there a were a lot of long, It was a very long period of yeah. time in European history where people were being accused and tried, convicted and executed for the practice of witchcraft, whether they were truly practicing witches or not. Most of them were probably Christians Most who maybe practiced some folk magic? Actually, or, what, not even that. No, it, yeah. was, it was like local officials and neighbors who wanted mm-hmm. to get rid of... Yeah, there was a lot of... An inconvenient there, person. An inconvenient yeah. person, yep. So, it had very... It honestly, but especially in powerful cases, women. Yeah, it, it honestly in most cases had very little to do with even folk traditions. It yeah. mostly had to do with whether you were inconvenient and they wanted your land or your money yeah. or to get you out of the way so they could accomplish something. And it was yep. basically... it was They call it the burning times because of the whole iconic idea of burning and a witch at the stake and there were burnings and that happened. we enjoyed 
Yes, right, Will. Yes. And it's not as many people, like they used to say it was millions of people. No, it was it, I think it's somewhere between 80, a couple of thousand. A, no, yeah. it was more than that. My understanding is the estimate's like somewhere in the thousands. Yeah, but it's like 30,000. Yeah, somewhere in the yeah. 30,000. Like max. So. And that's over an extended period mm-hmm. of time. And that's not like in 50 so years. You're that's saying, like hundreds of so years. So you're saying the one that I have that says 9 million is, is a bit... Yeah, that's overinflated. Uh huh. Okay, cool. It's probably closer to thirty thousand. Yeah, maybe. Were there even nine million people? I've heard estimates. (laughs) I've heard estimates of between thirty to sixty thousand over a hundred year period, and it also it does not include the Salem witch trials. It is a a separate. That's a separate situation altogether. Yeah. All right. Do you all have anything else in the bees that I didn't cover? No. Little oh, things. go cover blessed bee. Oh, blessed bee is basically a phrase used specifically by Wiccans, but witches use it too, to uh, as a wish for positive energy and blessings, a hello, a goodbye. You know, they use it for of, everything. It's kind so, of like aloha. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the witch's version of aloha. Uh huh. Yep. yep. Are we ready for the seas? Yes. Let's move on to sea. Cauldron. Yes, it's a it's a pot to make potions or set fires in. Yep. It is a large, wide-mouthed metal kettle or pot. See, I think that's prescriptivist and, it is. and unnecessary. I think it could just be any vessel you could set something on fire inside of. Mine well, says... And not necessi- no, because you can actually use it to cook. Yeah, also. You put the fire under it. Yeah, also, you can set the fire in it or under it. Either way. Yeah. But I think it just needs to be like a vessel that can handle heat. Well, and we had Guion on who said a crock pot uh-huh, could yeah. be your cauldron. Right, but uh, my thing says a cast iron three-legged yeah, pot. Yeah, it is oh my God. <laughs> Traditionally, it is a metal pot. It doesn't have to be that specific. It is a cauldron. Crazy. But it is also, within Wicca, it is a symbol that represents the womb of the goddess. Right, so the rebirth of the goddess. Yes. It uh-huh. also can be used for scrying. Stop. And <laughs> This is censure. Yeah. Somehow Wicca makes every tool in the in the catalog one gender or another. That's because they're very du- they're dualistic. Yeah, it's right, in their, yeah, it's in their thing. They they're a dualistic religion. Get over it. I I'm just <laughs> it just grosses me. That's out. why you're okay. not a Wiccan. Yep. Yeah. So calling the quarters. Go at one of you because I'm not Wiccan. Verbal or symbolic <laughs> acknowledgement of the four or five elements in a ritual environment or nine. Yes. Or, or, or however many, or however you, have, many yeah. you have, yeah. However many you're working with. The quarters works well because, because there's four, four right? Yeah. yeah. Earth, air, fire, and water, which oddly enough fit in with the cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which are north, south, east, east and west, west, in case you all are wondering. And there's also, I, my understanding is the, the watchtowers, the, the watchtowers, that's like a Jehovah's Witness thing. No. no that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, the watchtower. Right? The watchtower is a pamphlet. <laughs> the, right. There are, people do call the watchtowers. That's right. That's yeah. right. The guardians of the watchtowers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which I believe though is, it's, uh, through the Thelema or the Order of the Golden Dawn or something. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So censor? That's a thing you burn incense in. Yep. They Correct. use it in the, the Catholic Church a lot too. Right. It yes. can be, um, it is a, it doesn't have to be the one you swing. No, no. Although that's always the one I think of is the big yeah. swinging. Yeah, back you and think forth. of the, the brass. Uh-huh. And, and the, the swinging back right? and forth swinging. and with the, with the incense smoke. I just think of Monty Python. It's an incense yeah. holder. <laughs> right, yeah. Basically, yeah. a yep. censer is an incense holder that so, allows you to waft the smoke. So the bottle behind us that uh, could provided be a for us by Symbolry. Symbolry incense. Yep. That's right. So that could also be a censer. That could be considered a censer. Saren says I used to love the big brass censer they bring out for high mass. Yeah. 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 I love that shit. The and drama of Catholicism is on point. It's very Pagan. Yes. <laughs> and you'll see a lot of pagan covens and yeah, stuff. We'll they borrow will, that kind of They'll imagery. use that uh, that kind of imagery. Mm-hmm. Saren says Catholicism really is pagan light. Uh-huh. Yes, it really yep. is. <laughs> yeah. Ceremonial magic? So that's formal 
ritualized, quote-unquote, high magic. Yes, mm-hmm. long-form, complex rituals. I have charms, which is objects that can be worn or carried that have been basically imbued with power, hold magical properties to bring luck, love, wealth, healing, protection, cursing, blessing, and so forth. Charms are more multi-purpose than amulets. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Chakras? Chakras are energy centers, but they are, that is really, it really comes from the Hindu tradition yep. through yoga. Yeah. Yep. And the seven, seven chakras? Seven, yep. The seven psychic centers use, of power. Yeah, that yep. we use in Western esotericism mm-hmm. uh-huh. don't match very well to actual no, they, Hindu no, chakras. Really, so the chakras that we use are more tantric oriented yeah. than the Indian stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was so. one, yeah. my understanding is we talked about this, <laughs> that one new age yeah. person, a, yep. a woman. Perpetuated like a misunderstanding. Yeah, of, she went, she learned about the chakras, I believe from tantric point of school. view, the school. Yep. And she then applied her own meaning to mm-hmm. it and brought it to and the... And colors. And colors and all those kind of things. And that is what Western chakra system is basically based on. Yeah, it's based on bad. Yep. <laughs> it's based on this woman's understanding and then her own usage of it. It's misappropriation, basically. It, it can be considered that. But there are other cultures, I believe, that have an understanding of this idea of centers. They may not be the same. They may not yeah. call them chakras. They, may they, not, they don't not. call yeah. them chakras. Right, but right. They, the idea of energy centers in the body is not strictly just through the chakra system. There are I don't other. Know, I haven't actually seen. Yeah. I haven't actually seen it in another system, so I have to look into that. Yeah, chalice. That is a basically a goblet or something that holds liquid. It could also be a, a bowl, cup. I think, or a bowl, yeah. a cup, yep, yes. a cup. Yep. Something that holds liquid. Yep. yep, and again has the feminine principles of creation yep. in it. Yep. They use so, that in the great right. Yep. Yep. Channeling. That is when you are basically in a trance. It's something a medium does. It, it's something a medium does. A, a channeler is a trance medium mm-hmm. who basically they step out and the spirit comes in and takes over their body. Yep. And they are usually unconscious as far as they don't know what the uh, spirit is saying or doing through right. them. Right. Which is different from aspecting, which is another, we talked about this in our trans episode. Aspecting is when the spirit basically joins. overlays. Overlays the person, but that person is still conscious and aware. They're just allowing that spirit to drive their body and communicate through them. I have one you all are going to love. Okay. Chaplet. What? Do you know what a chaplet is? No. No. It's a crown for the head, usually made of flowers, and worn at Beltane. Aww. You all make flower yeah. crowns. Well, we have it in we years. Have it in a, in a, it's been a bit. We need to get some shit and make some crowns. Mm-hmm. We make, we have fun making crowns. We'll do it but for it, summer solstice. But it, now you know it's called a chaplet. I know. Yeah. No. Excellent. And I just wanted to bring that to you because I knew that Thank you, you I, all would be like, yes. I appreciate that. What yes. is the charge? The, the charge, charge? Probably It's probably connected with the charge of the goddess. Exactly. Which yeah. is the poem by Doreen Valentine. Yeah, is used in ritual. a lot, a yeah. lot yeah. in Wicca. Yeah, yeah. In not really anywhere else, but most uh, you mostly see it in Wicca. You mostly see it in Wicca, although I think some witches have also adopted it. There's some also the charge yeah. of the dark goddess. Is you there? know, basically other charges that have been that have been inspired, have been inspired, by, inspired by, by, by what Dorian wrote originally. Gotcha. Yeah. So charging. So charging yep. is to imbue something with power. With your personal power, or just with power? I think you could imbue something with. Another thing. Like if I have a you stick something like a, under the moon, you're charging the with, moon is charging, charging it with that charging. energy. Yeah. Okay. Or like All if right. I borrow energy from Carnelian to charge something. Uh-huh. Right. Or if you set something out in the right. sun in the, the energy yeah. of the sun. So yeah, I don't charging. think it has no. to be your so power. I, I, I have a energy. question for you though. Okay. Would you ever charge something with your personal energy? Like entirely? 
So, so hmm. this is my question: Is if being animus, uh-huh. as all three of us are, mm-hmm. would you overwrite something yeah. with your personal energy? I don't like that. Right, mm. exactly. That's where I was at. <laughs> I so that's why I was like, okay, yeah. so I think it, it, it the only reason I would do something like that is if I uh if it was excess energy and I had an agreement with like the stone. Yeah, like if like take, if I like, fill up a piece of soapstone with energy. Yeah. Right. But I'm not overwriting soapstone's it's spirit a, to right, that. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's the yeah, part but, of the quality of soapstone. Correct. It right, yeah. So yeah, yeah if we Rana says it seems kinda of murdery. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like the idea. And manipulative, says yeah. QQ. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the idea of like overriding the inherent no. energy of a thing with mine. Right. No, but if it's in partnership with you, yeah, and it receives that energy so it can and it's trans- holding it or using it, can it, it or, or yeah, it, okay, or transform it into so something. else. Now I have a question that's really out there, maybe. Okay, obsidian. Obsidian right. absorbs negative energy, right? Takes and then when it's done, what do you do with it? Obsidian. Yeah, is, when it's when full. it doesn't when it's when it's quote unquote full and doesn't uh-huh. want to take anymore. Yeah. I usually bury it. Right. So yep. so the the question is have you then overwritten the obsidian? No, because it's it's less that like the so it's not actually in my experience that the obsidian is full. Right. Is because it's just done. It's just done. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. just like I don't want I'm done with you now. Like, okay. I've exactly. done as much work as I'm willing to. Black Hat was asking, does it have a limit? And I think, yeah. 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 It does, um, eventually. My experience is that Obsidian has a limit, but it's not... Will it dissipate that energy once it's back in the ground? Yeah, I think it... I think it... It does something when it's in the ground. Either it... I don't know if it dissipates that energy... Or if it, because my experience with obsidian is that it like eats energy. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it dissipates that back into the earth or if it's gaining new strength from the earth or See, what. For me, I would believe that the earth mother would be then taking that energy from the obsidian. Possibly. And either dissipating it or converting it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what that process is because okay. it's between the earth mother right. and the object. And the obsidian. We, we, can't and the obsidian. Keep, we can't keep talking on it, okay, but I wanted right, to bring yeah. that up. Circle. Uh, that's a witch thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. Th- thanks, thanks for both of you all making. Making fucking hand gestures <laughs> on a podcast. It is it is a, a place that you delineate a circle because we talk with our hands. Yes, we do. We talk with our hands in this family. That delineates a sacred space, and you raise energy that in that shape, essentially. Does it have to be a circle? No, actually, I've I've read some people who they they do triangles, they do squares, they do. Okay. Well, here, here's the funny thing: like I don't understand why we call the quarters and circles and that don't do a circle. have corners. Yeah, right, yeah, that don't have corners. To I make see people a being, I see people being like, you do the quarters at at the four corners of the circle. I'm like, <laughs> do you know how have a circles work? <laughs> You mother, it's you mean an interior okay, corner okay. or an exterior corner? This doesn't fucking work. It delineates a sacred space. Okay. okay. It's just one thing. It's just always, a four slice pizza. This is this best <laughs> This is one of those there things that go. always bothered me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, cleansing. So there are different schools of thought on this one. Yep. Okay. You go ahead and read yours. So mine is the process of removing negative or unwanted energies from an object, person, or place. It can be accomplished through a variety of means, such as burning sage or sweeping with a besom. Yeah. I don't like that one because it's the clearing out. Right. It's mm-hmm. the removing, it's removing, in some cases, the natural energy of the thing. Right. Yep. I prefer for cleansing to be cleaning. Right. <laughs> Not 
removing. getting rid of. Yeah. Right. Because I feel and, like too many, I feel like essentially a lot of people are essentially doing banishings. Right. That's a good point because, uh, Rana says too many people cleanse too much. Uh-huh. We had that experience at that, at that store that we went to. Mm-hmm. It was in over, GR. it was over cleanse. Right. The only witchcraft store in GR. Yes. <laughs> that's all fine. That's because it's not. Right. And it's, right. it's a yeah. new age store. True. And it's, yeah, it's a and, store. and yes, Lady Catastrophe, the hospital feeling. Yes. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. it feels like in there. It feels like antiseptic and empty and it hollow. Does, it even smells weird. Yeah, it does kind of. It's and, kind and, of, it's, it's a weird sensation yeah, it's to just, smell something that's been overcleansed. It's and, a very weird experience. And, it is. And, and the reason why we started going to Arts and Craft originally mm-hmm. is because it wasn't overcleansed. Yep. And when we walked in there, it felt home. Yeah, it felt it felt where, occupied. Right. Where when we went to the other store, it felt <laughs> hollowed out. Right. Yeah. Hollowed Hospital. A hut. Yeah. 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 And I think QQ makes mention of it. It should be a dusting, not moving everything out. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't throw Sarenth, out your whole, all your furniture. Sarenth says fire was used in Germanic cultures to invite the good spirits and kick out the evil going around a home or property. If you don't invite the good spirits, it feels really fucky. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And then once the good spirits are established, the next time you cleanse, don't fuck that up. Yeah. Like, exactly. You don't want to kick out everything and everyone. Yeah. Yeah. People cleanse too much, in my yeah. opinion. All right. I have a couple more C's here. Okay. Collective unconscious. We kind of talked That's, about that yeah, earlier. Basically, the, the Akashic Records yep. kind of concept. Yep. Except it's the it's, it's the a Jungian, it's a Jungian, right? Yep. Like psychology based. You ready for another one? You'll hate. Okay. okay. Coming of age ritual. Those don't have to be terrible. <laughs> Do you want me to read what? It, yeah, what go ahead and read your definition. The definition is: at the age of thirteen, boy for boys, and at the time of the girl's first menses, pagan children. Are seen as spiritual adults. The ritual celebrates their new maturity. Generally, this is the age which they are permitted membership into covens. That's atrocious. Girls can have their first period at like nine. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's illegal. I yeah. think Lady Catastrophe says pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I There's think, some vibes. Can I just interject? I think yeah. these, this idea was borrowed from like Judaism and Catholicism and and different practices. Judaism, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they have yeah. the, um, the bar mitzvah and the bat mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. And, but Catholicism has their own kind of thing where, where yes, they do. Uh huh. Where they go through catechism and then they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole bit and yeah. they oh, have yeah, a ceremony. Yeah. In the I know. I let little I let girls the, wear brides' outfits. Yeah, I led those things when I worked at a suits. Lutheran church. Remember? So yeah. So, so. catechism. Yeah, first uh, communion. Uh, first first communion. Yeah. yeah. So I I think that is something that paganism has lifted, which I think. Because of the age that we're in now, maybe that's something that needs to be go away. released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And certainly considering them spiritual adults needs mm-hmm. to go away. A yeah. coming of age is one thing where you're like, hey, you're an adolescent now. Your yeah. life is going to be different. Except that they go adult. They exactly. don't, there's that's no the adolescence. Thing. That's the thing. Right. I think it's if, childhood, I think if, adulthood. I think if a coming of age ritual was yeah. a celebration of, of adolescence right. and mm-hmm. of that sort of intermediary time where like your life is going to change now. You have a few more responsibilities, a slightly mm-hmm. reduced safety net. Yeah. You're, you're gonna rebel and explore you're, you're things. You're gonna hair in places you didn't exactly. used to have it. And, yeah. and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna learn what adulthood looks like without being an adult. I mean, that would be fine. Read what Sarenth says. Sarenth says, says, I think that rites of passage in and of themselves can be quite good. One of the things that marks secular Western cultures distinct from every other one is that we don't have rites of passage at all beyond, oh, I can drive now or I can smoke now. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, rites of passage and coming of age, and mm-hmm. those are those are not conceptually bad, mm-hmm. but I think the 
application. Right, because we, we go from child to adult. We yes. don't have that intermediate time. And I get it because, like, we didn't <sighs> used to have adolescence. Adolescence is a new concept. Right. But mm-hmm. we know more about brains and how people develop now. Correct. And adolescence is a distinct period yep. that needs right. to be given proper We're never going to get through all of this if yes. we keep yes. talking. So, okay. cone of power. That's a witch thing again. That is a witch thing. It's kind of a Wiccan thing. Yeah. My understanding of it, because I don't have it here in front of me, so why don't you... Psychic energy raised and focused by an individual or group mind to perform a specific task or to achieve a purpose. So you're raising energy... Hypothetically into a cone shape. Hypothetically into a cone shape. Out of your your circle. And then releasing... Yes. And then releasing it to cast a... To do a spell. Corn dolly. Sure. Okay. A human figure created from twisting and plaiting stalks of grain representing fertility. And that would be similar to any kind of... Uh, like a poppet? Yeah, like a poppet or representative the difference, image. I think, yeah, so... Well, so, corn dolly is more... It's more uh, harvest and... No, it's um Fertility. I know what you're thinking. It's, it's really not poppet. It's an effigy. Yes, it's yeah, an effigy. effigy yeah. That's the word we're looking for. And the so, difference between an effigy and a poppet is that an effigy represents... Can represent a person, but it can also represent a concept. Right. Whereas a poppet specifically represents an individual person. Yeah. And so I think corn dolly and, and effigy is probably yeah. more. So coven is a group of 13 or fewer witches who work together in an organized fashion to perform magical workings and religious ceremonies. What do they call it when there's more than 13 people? Uh, okay. They have to, they actually have to, uh, <laughs> they they're supposed to, oh, they're split. supposed to split. Yeah. Like bees? <clears throat> yes. Interesting. Yep. Or an inner circle, I think Bill is saying. Yep. Huh. And then, so what is a covenstead? That's where they meet. That's yep. where they that's meet. Their, yep. That's their home place. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we want to cover crone? Well, that is a, a basically a, a part of the triple goddess right. maiden mother crone concept. The crone would be the elder woman who is in her... I think it's, I think it's like... As everything with menopausal, with, yeah, it's, it's post menopausal. Post menopausal, I would be a crone. Yes. I am in the crone stage of my life because I am post menopausal. And you'd be associated with wisdom, the waning moon, the crow, the color black, Maben, and Samhain, mm-hmm. and or Samhain. And the crone is also considered a, a she's a deity. She's part of the triple goddess. Right, but she's right. not separate deity. She's a part. She's of a part the of goddess. that. But although some people some treat her as a separate. Daddy. Yeah. Okay, so consecration? Consecration. Oh, yeah, I don't have consecration on here. Weird. Basically, when you make, you dedicate something to a purpose or a deity. Yeah, so, so I just have consecration as to make sacred by various means. To make sacred. Yeah, mine is the act of cleansing, blessing, and charging an object or placing it, or to place it with positive energy. Hmm. Not necessarily positive energy, but to place Hmm. it with energy. Yeah, um, some of these were love and light. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, interesting because cleansing, blessing, and charging are three things we talk about separately, mm-hmm. but there are part of that one thing. Mm-hmm. Consecration. Yeah. Yep. Traditionally, yeah. Yep. I don't know that it ha- that they all have to be involved in consecration because mm-hmm. I think cr- consecration is just the process of making something sacred, sacred and that yeah. might look different <clears throat> depending on what your, your religious tradition yeah. is. And I think some people also, they uh, either swap it with or do it in conjunction with dedication. Yeah. So you make something sacred and then you dedicate it to a god or or a specific purpose. Um, Bat Potato (laughs) said, I love saying the word consecration. It's so crunchy. It is. It's a good word. (laughs) Cult? Okay. (laughs) No, so there are like, so there's the modern idea of a cult, which is negative. Right. Yep. And is about... Jonestown. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. One one yeah. uh leader who basically takes advantage of yeah, uh, their of followers. A bunch of followers. Yep. And then there's the ancient concept of a cult, mm-hmm. which is just like a religious the, devotion towards a particular figure or object. Yeah, it's a specific mm-hmm. manner of being religiously devoted to right. So you had your thing. cult of Dionysus, your yeah. cult of Hikati. Yeah. You know. It was the process cultus was the process of oh, devotion. Right. And because you do Old Stone Corner crystals? Um, I mean, there's the gemological definition of a crystal, Uh which I don't have in front of me, but it's it's like a specific kind of growth structure. And then there's the sort of loosey goosey market definition of a crystal, which is basically any rock you think is pretty. Right. (laughs) I like that one. Uh Any rock you think is pretty. If you don't think it's pretty, do you call it a rock? If you do think it's pretty, you it's call a crystal. it a crystal. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So join our Tiger Laura Driver for the music of Aqua Girl. Aqua Girl is an indie pop musician with very chill, listenable synth tones, married to lyrics that are both by turns hopeful and honest. All of Aqua Girl's tracks have their charms, but Oates suggests Victim, the first track from Aqua Girl's new album, The Woods, a snappy rejection of gaslighting and victim blaming. You can find Aqua Girl at aqua-girl.bandcamp.com. And you must listen to Aqua Girl because we love Aqua Girl. Mm-hmm. Aqua Girl is very good. And the the new album came out this April, so it's it's, it's fresh. New. It's fresh. fresh, and you want to listen to it. Yeah, so get it. So DSL. A clockwise. Sometimes sometimes pronounced Joshel. <laughs> Joshel? Yeah, because it's Gaelic. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's Sometimes it's pronounced like Jishel, Jossel, Jossel, Jishel. Because Gaelic is weird. So DSL. Okay, yeah. cool. Right. DSL is just easier. It may be wrong and I don't care. Yeah, but it's the way I like my Please brain. spell that one. It's D-E-O-S-I-L. Sometimes, because it's transliterated from Gaelic, so there are like five different spellings. Right. And I've also heard uh, some people describe it as sunwise, you know, yeah. the way the sun travels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a clockwise turn. Yeah, clockwise movement. And then if you are going Wittershins. Yeah. Oh, is, now see, you're going into the yeah, W's. But, but they're, okay. but they're together. Anti-clockwise. Fine. Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. Anticlockwise. Anticlockwise. Counterclockwise. And a lot of, like, when you are, uh, people will use DSL to open a circle or to create a circle, and they will use Wittershins to close a circle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. So. Yep. So, Damon, so you want my... Yeah, give me yours. A spirit or being below the gods in power. Okay, that's not, that's not terrible. In Greek, and that's just, the D-A-E-M-O-N. Yeah, which yeah. is pronounced demon. Yeah. Uh, and in mm-hmm. Greek, it just means spirit. Yep. So, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good definition. Look at that. I got yeah. one right. I yeah. lost the five. <laughs> Across the board. All right, cool. Dagger, 
It's a knife stabby thing. That's a stabby thing. That's a thing. That's a stabby thing. Like a bowling is a cutting plants and a dagger is a stabbing flesh. And that is an official definition. That's a stabby thing. A dagger is a ritual knife used to sever psychic bonds, cursing, initiating, and exercising. I I never heard of that one. No. So I guess that depends on tradition. I think think that one's more for stabbing, yeah. Yep. (laughs) Self-protection. It's a stabby thing. Yeah. Alright, next. Uh, days of Power. Holiday? Sabbats. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sabbath, Sabbats. Yep. A deity? A god. A god. Or a goddess. Alright, cool. You know. A dirk? That's another kind of stabby thing. Right, it is the ritual a, knife of the Scottish yeah, I was tradition. Yeah, that's a Scottish knife. Yep. Very good. I'm impressed. Divination. That is the process of using tools, methods, or symbols to determine or foretell the future. And find or, secret or the past or the present. Or the past or the present. And find, or yeah. or the past or the pre- and it's find secret strictly, information. Yeah, for it depends on who you're talking to. to get secret information. Yeah. It depends on who you're talking to. And speak to the gods. Yep. And, and speak to the gods. Yep. Uh dowsing? That is a method of divination using a pair of rods to find water, iron ore is missing objects direction. It can also uh, be pendulum use. When you originally, it was using rods or um, a yeah. stick of like some a, kind. Like a, it's water witching. Like that, like <laughs> it's, it's a stick with two forks and yeah. like a rib bone. Exactly. But pendulum is considered part of a dowsing yep. tradition. Yeah. Drawing down the moon. That is actually a Wiccan ritual mm-hmm. where that is done on during a moon ritual, although usually the full moon. Yeah, it's the full moon ritual where not just the energy, this is where people get confused or, or misunderstood. The original intention right. was to draw the goddess and draw her into the high priestess and then she is represented in the high priestess. Yeah, it's it's like a possessory ritual. It is a possessory aspecting ritual. Now what most people do is they draw down the energy of the moon. Like that's what right. we did right. on when I did a, the full moon ritual, right. we were drawing down the energy, not the deity. Right. There's also drawing down the sun, which yeah. is the Again, exact opposite. Druid. Well you could you better define that one. A person who practiced druidism derives from druai, which means oak and solid and true. Modern day druids follow ancient and contemporary wisdom, having a reverence for nature, especially oak trees, knowledge of astrology and divination, shamanic journeying, and healing. Notice when he does that, because it's druid, he went into radio Radio voice voice. and got all professional sounding, because he's a druid. I I promise when I do your rolls, I'll do it again too, will that help you feel better? Thank God mine was first. You gotta admit... You did do radio voice. You did. You totally went into radio voice for that one. Rana says, like, you're going to get to H. (laughs) Rana didn't expect us to get through B, so fuck her. Dualism. That's a belief in two... Two, yeah. Divine polar polar opposites, yep. yep. Which also includes duotheism. Same thing. Or duality. Oddly enough, the same thing. Yeah, the poles, the... So we're moving to E now, right? Yes. Yes, please. Earth... Well, that's, that's the planet we're on. It's and also one of the five. That's true. That's or true. six elements. It represents things that are mundane, finances, things like that. But it also is rocks and earth and plants loam and, and plants and trees and yeah. all those things. Oh, and north. It's all that planet stuff. <laughs> Eclectic witch. 
Ha-ha! An eclectic witch is an a- all-purpose term applied to Wiccan and witchcraft traditions that don't fit in any specific category, usually pull from a variety of traditions, making the craft their own. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Um, I think also what separates, we've talked about this before a little bit, I think what yeah. separates eclecticism from syncretism is that eclectics aren't as interested in combining those elements mm-hmm. and, like, fusing them together. They're happy to have those elements, like, as individual as pieces. Individual pieces of their of practice, which, and I'm considered an eclectic witch. Yep. Gotcha. So I would cover elements and elementals, but since we just well, covered them, I'm not recently, going to. yeah. Empath. That's someone who feels other people's feelings. Yep. Feels okay. the emotions of other people. It's a psychic thing. All yep. right. Enchantment. That is spellcrafting or putting a, a, a some kind of sorcery and or spell. Enchantment is right? the no. state of being oh, state under of, a spell. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Do you agree with that term? Because Ode has this look of consternation or thinking. Ode always. Or constipation. I can't tell. I think an enchantment, mm-hmm. like the noun, is the thing that the witch puts together. The spell. Enchantment, the verb, is like being enchanted. I right. think that's what he said. Yeah, yeah enchantment. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. He says that's just own space. Yeah. <laughs> You're, this is true. Well, the entity. East. Entity, okay. Which is a spirit being. Alright. Yeah, or yeah. I think it's just, I think entity is just like any being that you mm-hmm. identify as having some kind of sentience. So here's a weird one for you. Okay. Ethics. Oh boy, we could be here all day. <laughs> Let's get that one. Of course, just that I have resting list your sources face. <laughs> uh, ethics is a part of philosophy dealing with matters of right versus wrong. Would you agree with that statement? Broadly speaking. And we I, get the face again. I, broadly speaking, I guess. I had a professor who had a whole, who has a whole thing about whether your ethics about the difference between personal ethics and societal ethics, yeah. but I'm not going to get into it here. No, that's, that's a whole other. That's well, a think, whole other. In, in this case, I'm talking about like your personal ethics. Personal yeah. ethics, right? Yeah. So it's what not you, ethics as a whole, but your personal your ethics, personal which, personal which ethics. quite honestly, in my opinion, override whatever society's ethics are. Well, but I if you do that to too extent, much, right? Yeah, much, to an yeah, extent, yeah. You're yeah. part of society, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the laws of the land, you know, will have something uh-huh. to say. Well, you know what? I'm somewhat opinions. okay not being a part of society. Depending anymore, on what your ethics are, Esbot. E- yep, Esbot. Yep. It can be either a full moon ritual or just a gathering that is not on a Sabbat. Gotcha. Okay. The little holiday. It's the well. It's just a gathering, basically. E- evocation. Of witches and Wiccans. Yeah. Deity, so to yeah, call something in. out from within. Yeah. Is evocation? Yeah. And then evo- invocation is pulling something in. in. Yep, yep. 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 Exorcism. I get those two mixed up. Yeah, and I never use them in my own, like, internal language. Yeah. Exorcism. To remove an evil spirit from a thing. Or Severing an unwanted psychic connection. Oh. Yep. Within, a, within an object, person, or place. Okay. So. I can see that. That's legit. And I like yep. that more because I don't believe in evil. So. Right, exactly. Yep. Oh, so we're to Fs. Hey! Oh my gosh! really sped through the East. Fairy. That's the good neighbors. The good neighbors. Okay. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Rana says F is for fuck! <laughs> and if you need a definition for that, then you're on your own. Fairyburg. I don't know. A mound of earth that covers a fairy colony. Oh. Familiar. We, we covered that one that recently, one. yeah. Fascination. Isn't that just a normal word? What's the magic <laughs> I don't know either. Tell us, a, a mental effort to control another animal or person's mind, also known as mind mending, oh. often considered unethical. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, right. No. Mm-mm. 
It's like casting a glamour. No, but a glamour is a glamour to do yourself. Yeah, but it's to get somebody else to feel differently about you. Usually, right? True, but how does that like? It doesn't differ from me putting on makeup, right? Like, I do that to produce. I do that to produce a specific result in the people around me, not because I enjoy wearing makeup. A glamour is perceived by someone else. Yeah. That you do, you put a glamour on yourself. Yeah. So that others will see you or perceive you in a specific way. Yeah. Fire. That's well, it's an element. Yeah. Okay. Is so it one burning, of the five or six one. elements. West creativity, creativity, destruction, power, right? Yep. Folk magic. A system of magic using natural elements such as herbs, stones, and the power of the practitioner in spellcraft. She bitches at me about radio plays. <laughs> So I think the big difference between folk magic and ceremonial magic is that folk magic is informal and more results oriented, and that's why it's called low magic, which because, I think is bullshit. Which people is, suck, but it's more results oriented. Yeah. yeah. So fuck it, it's high exactly. magic. Exactly. Right <laughs> but that's what people call. People are like, folk magic is low magic, and ceremonial I hate magic that is whole, high magic. I, honestly, it really pisses me off. I it's hate like that black whole, magic and white magic. Yes, it is. It's, and it's, except classism version. It's classism. <laughs> it's attempting to make uh, folk magic sound like it's mm-hmm. less effective or less important. Yep. Or it's just, oh, the little people are doing the folk magic. Uh-huh. It's very elitist. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very elitist. And that comes from the Middle Ages when um, when it was the people who were doing the yeah. magic and writing well, the books. Well, let me finish. The people who came up with this concept were, were the ones who were the scholars and that kind of stuff. And they looked, they were doing high magic, ceremonial magic. And then the, the little people were doing the folk magic. Yes. That wasn't, that didn't get really, like, bad mm-hmm. until the Enlightenment. Yes. Rabbit said peasant magic. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, and I would take peasant magic over ceremonial or high magic any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saren said low magic. I bang sticks together and your pain goes away. High magic. I draw intricate pretty circles with gold and gosh, look how fucking intricate it is. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry uh, to any ceremonial music or musicians, magicians, <laughs> <laughs> ceremonial magicians that are out there. I do know it's incredibly, uh, they like very it's complicated, esoteric, and complicated, and, and lots I, of study. And yeah, and they put a lot of work in. But holy shit, yeah. they put a lot of work in. Exactly. I know a lot of ceremonial musicians too. <laughs> yeah. There you anyway, go. Gaia. We've moved to G's. G's. Yay! Gaia is a representative, is a deity representative of the Earth Mother so, or the Earth. Greek. Yep. Greek. Yep. Because of a stone corner? Gemstone. Same um, as pretty rock. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Again. <laughs> Gnome. That's one of those elementals. Yep. Yeah. Earth elemental. Yep. Earth elemental. So, you had corn dolly. Right. I have grain dolly because it oh, doesn't have to be made with cornstalk. That's true. So it's just dry sheaves of grain collected and made into a doll. Not necessarily mm. corn. It can be corn. Right. That that's is, a, that's but, a yep. grain. <laughs> the great right. <laughs> that that's is ritual or symbolic sex. That's right. It's supposed to be the coming together of the goddess and the god in a sexual nature. In the form of real actual participants or an yes. athame and a chalice. Yes. And it is most of the time, like, in, especially like in, in pub- public, in public yeah, rituals. It's usually an athame and a chalice. When they do, yeah, when they're doing the, the athame going into the chalice, that is that's, the performance of the great rite. That's supposed to be sex. So in case you've seen that and you're like, why the fuck why are they, they putting this? that knife? Why they get this into knife that wet? water? It's cause. That's the great rite being symbolized. That's, that's the And that's dick. the sex part. Yep. Green man. 
He's a deity or a, a forest spirit, depending on who you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, depending on who yep. you're talking to. Yeah. Uh, has some English tradition. Mm-hmm. Green Witch, a nature-based and earth-oriented form of witchcraft which draws from folklore, folk religion, and folk magic. Hey, that's me. Nice. Gray magic. Ugh. <laughs> the middle back between to this shit. The black middle between black and white. <laughs> back Basically. on this bullshit. We just go magic. Just magic. Just yeah, magic. Magic, yep. Magic plus or minus ethics. Don't don't attach colors to this. So shit. grimoire we covered when we covered BOS. Yep. Grounding. So okay, give us the definition. The process of, that. of centering oneself with the earth before and after magical workings, rituals, or astral experiences. That works. I don't think you have to do it with the earth, but as long as you are like yeah. centered and usually there's also some eating of food and things. Yeah, like right. Yep. You're back in the back body. in your body. Yep. You're back in your body and. Yeah. You also, I, and I don't know how widespread this is, we've talked about this before, but I also use grounding as the same way you'd use electrical grounding, where, like, if I got excess energy, grounding is for getting rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Grove. That's the druid coven. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it is. Yep. It's the druid version of it's coven. the druid version of coven. Guardians. Presumably. Those are the watchtower people? Yep. They're yeah. the, the, the protectors, right? Yeah. Yep. So we're into H's. So see, Rana. <laughs> Hagstone. That's a stone with a little hole in it that you can see through. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to give you uh, altered perceptions so yep. that you can see the good neighbors and other witchy things. That's it's right. also believed to give you protection against diseases and evil. Mm. I have a hagstone. Yep. Actually, I believe you I have a hagstone that's actually made of a... It is a Petoskey made, stone. It is. Hey. It is a yeah. Petoskey stone. Hagstone. And it is a hagstone, yep. and I have a key on it, and I use it quite often when I'm doing medium work. Hand fasting. That is basically a pagan or Wiccan wedding. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a. It's. It's a. It does the exact same thing a wedding does, which is allow your community to acknowledge your the the seriousness of your relationship. Yep. Yep. Now I did see that there are four states. Mm-hmm. Including Colorado, mm-hmm. which will allow you to perform your own wedding and needs, you don't need to have any witnesses. So you can literally buy a wedding license, a go out license. to a hilltop somewhere, yeah, marriage mm-hmm. license, go out to a hilltop somewhere, marry your, each m- other, marry each other, sign it. You can even have your cat or dog or your kids witness it and then go back and turn it in and you'll be officially married. That's legit. Yeah. I like that. Pretty cool. These two things are confusing to me. Okay. Okay. So what is a hearth? Well, the hearth is essentially where the fireplace was in a... Right. That's a mundane term, yeah. That's a mundane term, but in the the spiritual sense, it can be the heart of the home. Okay. So it might be your kitchen. So a hearth witch is a witch who performs magic in and around the home, usually centered around the hearth and kitchen, often are healers. So, but my, my thought was like... The fireplace? Like, yeah. <laughs> but I understand that's where cooking used to yeah, happen. Exactly. Right? So. And it used why. to be that homes were, like, way back in the way back, yep. m- many homes were built with the hearth literally in the center yep. of the house. Exactly. Because it was the only way to heat anything. And that's why my altar to Frigga is actually in my kitchen windowsill, because... For me, the kitchen is the hearth of the home. Yep. Sarenth has a good yep. spiritual Sarenth definition. Yep, says, hearth equals... Center of spiritual practice. Hearth cultus equals the devotion to and worship the gods of the hearth. Yep. Yep. So, heathenism. Okay, go ahead. 
with the with the radio voice. <laughs> a pagan religion focused on Germanic beliefs, usually Norse, with the base premise that everything spiritual is also practical. Yeah, that works. <laughs> That's a, that, that has to be worth three points. <laughs> I mean, it may not be a touchdown. A, He's doing the touchdown. That's a touchdown. Sports ball. Yeah, yeah sports, sports ball. ball He's thing. got his hands He's in the air. A sports ball thing going on. <laughs> All right. Where are so we? you're actually good with that one? I mean, it's not like it's it's not extensive, but it's definitely like it's a short form definition. So that'll okay. do. All right. Hedge witch, which I have to read in radio voice for Jackson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because our son is a hedge witch. A form of earth-based witchcraft that is shamanic in nature. The main function for a hedge witch is to be a mediator between the spirits and people, commonly referred to as wise men or wise women, often healers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Riding the hedge. Riding Herbalism. the hedge. Herbalism. Something Wynn does. Yes. Herbalism. Yep. That is basically the study uh, and uh, use of plants for medicine and for health and for... Uh, for healing, for magic, magic, for all these things. Yes. The study and use of plants for medical and magical purposes. There you go. That'll do it. Higher self. That is. I've always been vague on this one. That's supposed to be, you know, your spirit, your spiritual self. That I've is above your clear. conscious. I've never been clear on if this is supposed to be the super ego. That's or is this supposed to be like a spiritual you that like knows more than you somehow? It's That's... that part of us. That connects our corporeal minds to the collective unconscious and with the divine knowledge of the universe. It's a Jungian thing. Hiding <laughs> off. That's when the coven splits. Yes. From the bees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the bees. <laughs> Horned God. That's that's the that's corollary the to the goddess. Yeah, that's the corollary to the goddess. And the god is the horned god. He's also a forest god. It's basically. one personification of yeah. God. There's a yes. bunch of horned gods. So yeah, Pan, yeah, yeah. Lots, Kernanos, lots, lots yeah. to um, qualify. Yeah. Horoscope. That's when a, a, an astrologer tells you the future or maybe your personality based on where planets and stars were when you were born. And it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And it involves a lot of math. Math. <laughs> Which is math. why we don't do horoscope. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Hypnosis. That is when you enter an altered state of yeah. consciousness. Yeah, yep. it's an altered state of consciousness that leaves people open to outside suggestion yeah. or direction. Yeah. Or it can also help them to uh, explore past lives, that kind yeah. of thing. People use hypnosis for all kinds of things. Yep. Join our tiger Kelly on a visit to Tree Wizard Creations where you can find custom engraved creations for all paths. They offer unique gifts and tools for the altar, home, practice, and family. In addition to their standard product range, they offer custom commissions. If you can dream it, the wizard will create it. Contact them at Tree Wizard Creations. Wizard is spelled with a Y, so it's W-Y-Z-A-R-D. Creations at gmail.com. You can also find them on Facebook, or you can just go to Tree Wizard with a Y, creations.com. Very good. Mm -hmm. All right, now we got to... We gotta finish. Yeah, where were we? Uh, H. Just pick the best ones. <laughs> we're not gonna get um, all of them. Incantation. That's uh, the verbal component of a spell. Yep. Alright, cool. That's Incense. The speaking of it. Incense is the smell good stuff you get from symbolry. Right. <laughs> right. It's, right a combination, yeah. it's a combination of resins and yeah. herbs. Plant bits and yep. stuff that you burn. 
You yep. can also get smell. other. You can also get good smelling incense stuff from Arts and Craft. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do the loose. Yeah, they stuff. do the loose incense. And Simbo does the stick. Yep. I'm just doing a little. Go check them out. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Initiation. Give the give a real so definition. the process of being introduced and admitted to a coven and or grove or other magical society. That's not Usually done, so? usually done as a ritual. Yeah, because okay. because people do self initiations too, and that's like oh, a that's whole a good separate point. thing. That's all. There's not other co- coven involved. That's true. Yeah. And there's all this. There's this uh, fussing between those right, who are whether, in covens and those who are solitary. Whether, whether self initiation is valid, is valid yeah. which I say it is because I am. But it depends on what tradition you're in. Yes, it does. Some traditions because they do not allow self initiation. Yes. Right, and you have to like, respect like, that. Like, invocation. Invocation. The act of calling upon or petitioning a deity or spirit. Yep. Is that the pulling in or the... That's the going away. That's, that's the pulling the in. in. That's the pulling in. Yep. Okay. It can also be considered an act of prayer. Okay. Cool. Kabbalah. That is a system of really complicated... Jewish... Jewish mysticism. That's yep. been stolen... By ceremonial magic and Alexandrian uh-huh. traditions? But yeah. yeah, okay. Well, and then by everyone. Right, yeah. Yep. Yep. Karma? Oh God! Let's not. That's go to another karma. thing that's been stolen and misapplied. Because <sighs> yeah, no, okay. just don't. <laughs> it's I'm so just, complicated. It's right. the idea. It's, it's more complicated than what Westerners think. Yeah, it is. Westerners think karma is like reciprocity, and it's right. not. It's Why not don't you that. read what karma? What it says karma is. It says the belief that one's thoughts and deeds are counted for or against them or added to their spiritual path across multiple lives. Not really. Right. It's, it sort yeah. of is, but not. Yeah. Right. It's yep. too complicated it's, for us to get into. Yes. It's but, very and I'm not Hindu, so I would not have a good exactly. understanding of it anyway. We, yep. What we have, what Westerners believe in is karma is very shallow from what it actually yep. is. Yep. Yeah, we basically have folded it into the threefold law and called it that's what karma is. Yep. Well, or into the golden rule. Yeah. That, you know, yep. I mean, it's all, they, it's all been kind of meshed. Yep. Kitchen and or cottage witch. A witch working in or around the home to bring peace and harmony to them and their families, usually healers, focused on magical workings in the kitchen, especially regarding food. I'm noticing a trend. <laughs> and it's that they I all say... I didn't want to offend anybody. No, no, it's oh, not about healers? video. No. Yeah, it's that they all say usually healers. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think Apparently it's, every witch is a healer. Well, it, they are. We, that, that's a part of being a witch, is, is being a healer as well. I've heard this argument before. Well, this is what I believe. Okay. <laughs> This is my personal belief. Labrys. Isn't that some kind of a weapon? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's think, amazing. I yes. think that's a Greek or a Roman. It is a nice. double-headed axe, which symbolizes the goddess <gasps> in her lunar aspect. Yeah, yeah. Has roots in ancient Crete. Yeah. <gasps> that's why I, I, I've seen one, you know, like, yeah. not physically, but like pictures and... Libation. That's when you pour some out. For the gods or the dead or whatever. A liquid. Yeah. <laughs> Wine, water. Or it could also be food. F- no. Well, a libation. Yeah, a libation could be. No, isn't it? I think a libation is traditionally liquid. liquid. But yeah, libation but is I, traditionally liquid. I guess a, like Anything a food offering ritually could given. also yep, count. Yep, yeah. yep. Macroism. Big. The world around <laughs> Bigness, us. Yeah, bigness. <laughs> Mage. That is some some someone D and D shit feels fancy about using magic. <laughs> a general term for anyone performing magic. Also, see magus. Oh, okay. Which, okay. if we go back and look at some of the historical grimoires, yep. that's magus. true. That's it true. was the magus. magus. Yep. 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 That's true. Magi. Again, wise persons. Zoroastrian mm-hmm. priests. 
powerful magicians. Oh, and I also found an interesting tidbit of information about Zoroastrianism. You have to be born into that religion. You Mm. cannot just become a member. Can you convert? You cannot cannot convert. You cannot convert. It's a really limited... It is. It is. That is... Applicants. And if You have to be born into the religion. If the male marries a non-Zoroastrianism female... The progeny cannot be a Zoroastrianism. So it only Zoroastrian. passes through the, it only Zoroastrian. Passes through the mother. Zoroastrian. Like Zoroastrian. Both of them have to be. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's strictly a heritage so based it's, religion. So it's dying out. I was going to say it would. It yeah. is. Yep. It's dying out because it is a heritage based religion. Yeah, Ron says so that it's a religion actively trying to die. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. basically. It's because when they moved uh-huh. to the country they're in now. Uh-huh. In like the 1300s, yeah, they made a deal that they would not try to convert anybody, yeah. and they are sticking because, to that deal because they are very in a, specifically. They're in a Muslim-controlled huh. country. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. So they they are not allowed to proselytize. Yep. Gotcha. At all. Yep. Well. And and they have stuck to that. Yep. Across the board. Maybe in so, a few hundred years, someone will be reconstructing Zoroastrianism. Yep. Yep. See here, magical system. That's the system you do magic in. Yep. Okay. Mantra. That comes from Hinduism mm-hmm. and Buddhism, mm-hmm. and it's like a word or a sound that you repeat over or and over again. It can, yeah, be a it can be a phrase, and it's to aid in concentration and help go deeper into like a meditative state. Yep. Okay. For instance, when I when I do mantras to Hakati, I'm saying her mm-hmm. name plus one of her epithets. That's a that's a mantra. Yeah. That connects me to her. Frana said it sounded like Ode said Buddhism. It did. No. Buddhism. 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 <laughs> Not Buddhism. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mesopaganism. Not well, that's a, one of those Isaac Bonowitz words. Yeah, I think. that's that's a you define so that a one. general term for a moment. A movement that started as a way to revive what the founders believed to be the best aspect of ancient pagan ways. Okay. Mundane. That would be things not that are magic. of this earth that yep. are not magical. Or spiritual. Or spiritual. Mythos? A the, myth or mythology? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Necromancer. That is someone who works with the dead or, rise, or raises the dead. The spirits of the, the dead. The spirits, yes. The spirits of the dead. Not the corpses. Not the, the corpses, dead. but yes. A nine hearts charm. I have no idea what's that. So a nine hearts charm was an old English charm used to treat poison and infection. One of only two English charms mentioned of in the Herb Wooden, which is the original, Hmm. like, herbology book. Never heard of that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Numerology? Someone who works with numbers and is a crazy person. For magic. (laughs) (laughs) That's another one of those math traditions I can't do. math (laughs) tradition. It's divination with math. Oh, well, that's you. That one, yeah. It's the Celtic equivalent of the Teutonic runes, mm-hmm. the ancient alphabet of the Celtic people, not associated with trees, although it is now. Although now it's associated right. with trees, yeah. <laughs> Oracle. That is a person, place, or shrine where revelation can be sought from a deity. Oh, interesting. Cool. I didn't know about oh, yeah. shrine. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew oracles could be at shrines. Mm-hmm. I never thought that a shrine could be an oracle. Mm-hmm. Paganing. Pa- the fact of being pagan? When a baby is presented to the god and goddess and given a craft name, at the age of 13, the child can choose their own name. It's, it's like a, a pagan thing. baptism. I think that's yeah. been taken from Wiccaning. 
Because Probably. wickening, that, that's a tradition in wickening that's like a, yep. like like a, a baptism. A baptism or, or huh. a, uh, a christening, more like. More like a christening. Yeah, Bill says that it's wickening. Yeah. Never heard it's of wickening. that. So I think somebody took, and was took just that like, I'm a just... and said, I'm not a Wiccan, so I'm going to call it a pagating. <laughs> but it's a, traditionally it's a, it's Wiccan. a wickening. It's a wickening. Interesting. Paleopaganism. That's another one of those Bonowitz words. General term for nature-based faiths of tribal Europe, Africa, Asia, Americas, Oceania, and Australia. All right. All right. Hey. I have the perfect one for you, and I'm going to be silent after I say the word. Patriarchal. <laughs> the United States. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, most modern Western society, Christianity. Um, so patriarchal is cultural system in, in which male voices are prioritized. Thank you. That is true. Yeah. That is more. That is more of an accurate <laughs> definition. But yes, I like black cat says mic drop. <laughs> Uh, and QQ adds generally white male voices, yes. which is also true. Yes, it does tend at to least be, in Western society. In Western society, because there is there are patriarchal societies Elsewhere. all over the world. Yeah. So, may I be allowed to speak again? You yes. May. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Pendulum. Well, That's the thing you do divinations with. You do divinations. Yes and no. It is a it is an object that is hanging from a string, mm-hmm. and it swings back and forth depending on okay. the, the magic, the, the answer that you seek. Pentacle. Oh, oh, pentacle versus pentagram. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. So, so pentacles first. So yep. pentacle is a five-pointed star inside a circle. That's right. Yep. All right. Pentagram. That's a five-pointed star. That's right. Not inside anything. And there is nothing satanic about it. It is a symbol of protection, and it also symbolizes the, the elements. The classic. But five. if I draw a pentagram on the earth, would it not then be a pentacle because if, the earth is a sphere? If the pentagram was as big as the earth. Yes. Yes. So do they have to touch? The points have to touch the circle. Quinn says stop it. QQ says stop (laughs) it, car. Whatever. I've never seen a (laughs) pentacle where the points don't touch the circle. Oh, Black Cat is asking, did we get matriarchal too? No, we did not because it's not as important. Because patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Because patriarchy. (laughs) Because they wanted me to speed up, so I've had to skip shit. And I wanted them to talk about patriotism. 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 That's That's another one we can talk about. Patriarchalism. Wow, that's hard to say. Patriarchy. (laughs) That's a whole different thing. Uh, Let's see. Projecting hand. Projective hand. That is whatever dominant hand you use to direct your magic. So, so... They say that your projecting hand is the one that you like extend. You extend energy out from that hand, right? uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be your dominant hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's the opposite way. Okay. And I can't explain that except that I feel like it is the for truth. you personally. Yeah, for me personally. <laughs> okay. Traditionally, yeah. it is your dominant hand is the projecting hand. Yeah, which is the hand you write with. Which is the hand you write with. A receptive hand. That would be the other hand. Which is. <laughs> <and> <laughs> It's your non-dominant hand, and it's supposedly the hand that you receive energy with. That's right. And I but feel you like do it's it the other, opposite way. You do it the other way? And I, that's the, how it feels it's like probably, to me. Amara said same ode. Yeah, we're backwards so, people, Amara. That's okay. Maybe and you're, Rana. You're, maybe it's uh, magically you are, you know, Rana too. left-handed people. Yeah, I guess. Because I am, I am. Mundanely, you're right-handed, yeah. but magically you're left-handed. I guess. If you were to hold a wand, which you don't. Right. Or an afame. 
Which hand would you hold it in? I want to hold it in my left hand, which is inconvenient because I don't use that hand very well. No. Yeah. <laughs> for me, for me it's, a na- it's natural to use my right, but it also could be that's the way I was trained. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's do another one that is stolen. Reincarnation. <laughs> well, that is the concept that you live more than one life. Right. You broadly to, speaking, yeah. Broadly speaking. That you die and then you reincarnate into another being. And the the reasons for that vary based on whatever your religious or philosophical belief system is. Right. Because it's different now, for Hindus reincarnation, and Buddhism. Reincarnation and, of various kinds does exist in other traditions like the Druids. Celts yep, believe yep, that yep. when you die you become a tree. You can become a tree. You can also become a rock. You right. can become, you become anything. A natural you become right, something yeah. natural. Yeah. Yes. Ritual. That's fancy doing things. Fancy it's the, the ordered sequence of events, actions that are directed thoughts designed to produce an altered state of consciousness or bring about a desired change. That's a good definition. That's a good definition. I like that one. Yep. That's legit. I, I, we agree. <laughs> 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 That'll work. Rins. 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 Sarah, give us an thing for runes. No, no mystery. Yeah, exactly. That's what it means. It means secret hidden shit. Right. Secret <laughs> hidden shit. Secret hidden shit. It's also some kind of, it can be used as a divination system. Yeah, exactly. It can Sarah. be used as a language. Yeah. So the Elder Futhark is the traditional rune language. It is an alphabet that can be used to write things with. And when you use the runes for divination, the individual characters mean different things. And the things that they mean are mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> and Finn is going to now use secret hidden, secret hidden shit for runes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's legit. Scourge. You mean scourge? Scourge, no, scourge. Like the, whip, the, the whips? Yeah, yeah the, the whips. whips. Oh, I've always heard it pronounced scourge. S-C-O-U-R-G-E. You can pronounce it either way. That's basically to hitch yourself or yeah, someone else like with a, a whip. It's like a whip, yep. usually with more than one tail. Yep. That you hit yourself with as a well, sometimes flagellation rights. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes as like an ecstatic thing. Sometimes as like a punishing thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There or are, sometimes there are as a, lot a sexual of, thing. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, lots of reasons. Lots of reasons yep. that people would do. Don't that. do that if you have a self harm issue. Yep. Yes. Seer. Someone who sees things. In a psychic are. realm, the spiritual and psychic realm. Right. Yeah. They they receive visions either. A from, seer of secret hidden a shit. A seer shit. of secret hidden shit that can see things that either spirit or the deities or whoever yeah. give them visions to see. Shaman. Oh boy. Do we have to? Give us a definition. The definition of I have is a medicine person and medium who uses astral projection to enter the spirit world represents the human world in the spirit world. That works for me. The the <laughs> I'm waiting for Sarenth, I'm sure Sarenth. we'll have an opinion. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I think the the basic foundation of interaction, like managing interactions between spirits and people is like the, the, black the cats core. pineapple? Shamanism. <laughs> Spiritual oh, intermediary on behalf of a or many gods, ancestors, spirits, and often human communities. Yes. There you go. Thank how, you, Sarenth. How exactly that goes about varies. Let's see here. Simple feast. Don't look at me. I'm not Wiccan. Yeah, that sounds like a Wiccan thing. What's that? A uh, ritual meal shared with the gods and or goddesses. I think it's it's that kind so of like that's not a nail. silent supper. Which no. Is what no. I thought it might Correct. be. Right. Right. Not a silent supper. Okay. Sigil. That's a thing I like a lot. A sigil is a shape, essentially, that means a magic thing. Right. And it can be, but is not necessarily composed of letters. Smudging. That An is... An appropriated... Word applied to a smoke cleansing tradition, which is open, 
but which should not be used in that sense. It's bad. Don't use that. Don't say smudging. I know that it is the, everybody says smudge. The New Agers say smudge. Lots of witches and Wiccans say smudge. Smudging is a, we've covered it before. Don't do it. Smudging is a specific. cleansing. Smudging is a specific tradition used in some Native American tribes. It involves very specific herbs and rituals, and it is not something you can do if you're not in one of those specific tribal religions, so don't call it smudging unless that's actually what you're doing and you have the right to do that. And that's why we call it smoke, smoke cleansing. cleansing. Because we don't do smudging. We use cleansing herbs. We do smoke cleansing. Just try to get away from using smudge yes. or smudging altogether. Um, says you can use rekar or rikar, which is an Old Norse and Anglo-Saxon term for smoke cleansing. You can call it uh, rekening. Right. Right. Because there are, a, smoke cleansing is a part of other traditions. Mm-hmm. So just get away from using something that is highly appropriate. And you know what? Which is smudging. And, and you know what? Um, use smoke cleansing. Heathenry is an open tradition, so anyone who wants to use reekening, yep. go for it. Yep. And saging is another good option. If you're using if, sage. If you're using sage. Right, yeah. Talisman. Well, talisman is essentially similar to charm. Yeah. Um... It's an object charged with personal power to attract yeah. specific energy or outcomes for the wearer. A lot of times people use it for love, luck, good fortune, right. and health. So it's different than the amulet. Because the amulet is, is protection away. And the, and the talisman for us. Although people do tend to use so those the, word, those three words, yeah, charm, interchangeably. amulet, and talisman, they tend to use them interchangeably. But yeah. they're not the same but thing. But they're not. So learn there to use them correctly. Things. That's why we did this episode. <laughs> I did a whole I did a whole blog post on, on the differences between these things. Okay. So. Triple goddess? That's a Wiccan that's concept. A, that's a Wiccan concept. But not just Wiccan because Hecate was considered a triple goddess or a tripartite. But And so is the Morgan. Yes, and but differently. Right. Yeah. So, so the Wiccan concept is that the goddess is in three parts, and those parts are mm-hmm. the maiden, the mother, and the crone, which are life stages relevant to your menstrual cycle, right. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Hecate and the Morrigan are triple goddesses in that they have three aspects, yes. but those aspects do not actually correspond to the maiden mother crone no, archetypes. No, they don't. No, in fact, usually it, it either corresponds to a concept like past, present, or future, mm-hmm. or it may be uh, they she's been um, combined with a couple of other goddesses. Yeah, like Demeter, Artemis, and and um, Hecate. Hecate will often be put together. Were put together back in the day, gotcha. or Demeter, Persephone, and Hecate. So they were triple goddesses, and she's a triple goddess in that way through aspect. But that's very different from very different. the modern right. Wiccan triple goddess. Sorry, yep. I'm sorry, I keep like flinging yeah, my hands. Mom on. keeps uh, flinging her hand in my direction, and I keep like. No, hit me in the face. Back. <laughs> uh, vampire. So, uh, like a psychic vampire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's someone who is supposed to like absorb energy from the people around them. Right. Mm-hmm. So instead of sucking blood, right, they suck energy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think everybody in the world knows one. <laughs> Everyone knows someone who that they tendencies. find it exhausting to be around. Yes, yeah. yeah, and I think that's when it's being done unconsciously. Yeah, and a lot of uh, the the impression I've gotten from people talking about this is that most psychic vampires aren't doing it intentionally. No. It's just that like they have naturally low energy stores, and mm-hmm. so they just like absorb other people's energy to top up. Right, vibration. That's well, the... it's energy, and you feel it. Yeah, it's the <laughs> oscillation of energy or liquid. Yeah. yeah. Often given off by natural objects. 
Living and non living. Yeah, and I never I never vibed with the vibration. <laughs> I never vibed with the vibrations thing. I guess <laughs> I mean I, I I feel energy in a room and I feel you But know, it doesn't in an feel object. like a vibration to me. But yeah, it's not, I don't I don't sense it as necessarily as a vibration. Yeah, and I think that's why it's never that's why that's never jived with yeah. me. Like it just doesn't feel vibratory it's, to me. It's a sensation to me. Yeah. But not necessarily it's a, a spiritual vibration. sense, but it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Visualization? Seeing things in your brain. Yep. Yep. All right. Voodoo? That's a tradition. Closed tradition. Closed religion. Yep. Practiced in the Caribbean and the southern U.S. Mm -hmm. Yep. And those are two separate voodoo traditions. Correct. Yep. Yep. Wand. That's the pointy thing that you use with your projecting hand. Not the athame, though. And it's used, it's usually made of wood, but it can be made of metal. Other stuff. Yep. Yep. Or selenite. Yeah, selenite. Plenty of people use crystal wands. That's true. That's true. Warlock. Now there's some, some debate there's some history about that. on that one. So people will say that a warlock is a male witch, and that the term warlock is essentially derogatory. But there are those who are reclaiming the word, yes, rather than calling themselves witch, witches. Right. They are calling themselves warlock. Yes. It did translate originally to oathbreaker or liar. Yeah. Originally, but originally, they, but yeah. but like people, I think it's um the dude who's in uh Louisiana. I think yes. he does Hexfest. I can't think of his name right Me now because my brain is tired. Yep. But he I think I Christian believe Day. Christian Day. Yep. I believe he's one of those who's reclaiming, reclaiming warlock. Yeah. Warlock as a word as a po- for male witch. Yep. Web weaving. So it's networking with other witches and or pagans through conversations, emails, blogs, message boards, or gathering information to assist each other. We are all web weaving right now. Witch doctor? Define that one. Witch doctor. Medicine man, woman, or shaman who uses magic to heal, divine, and offer protection to others from evil. Utu. That's, yeah. yeah, that's that sounds legit like with what Utu does as far as I understand. Yeah. Yep. That's Utu. Yeah. Wizard derives from wizard, uh-huh. which means wise one. Uh-huh. Originally referred to someone who a was wise. A lot of our words mean that. Sometimes used to refer to a male who practices magic. Uh-huh. Um again, I think this is a word that's slowly being reclaimed. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah there are I some think it's a word who... that if I heard someone describe themselves to me that, that way, wizard? I would raise an eyebrow. Well, I think Oberon, Oberon describes himself as a Does wizard. He? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I, that just, I just go to a fantasy place in my brain. Yeah, it's kind of a D&D place. Yeah. Or, or Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. But no, I believe Oberon Zell describes himself as a wizard. Uh, Rana says that maybe Jason Menke does as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's possible. Um, Although I've heard himself, I've heard him call himself a Wiccan witch. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Bro witch. Bro witch. Wiccan witch. Yeah. Yeah. Weird? That's a heathen concept. Okay. So weird is sort of the, we talked about this before when we did the heathen episode, but it's fate broadly. Yep. I also have destiny in Anglo-Saxon culture. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of generally. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So. It's a, it's, there's a lot and we don't have time to get into it. Nope. Xenophobia. People who are scared Shitty of people. aliens. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Xenophobia is the fear of new, different, or strange. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what a lot of people feel about pagans. Yeah. yeah. So, which is funny because it's not new. No. No. Or no, strange. It's ancient. Well, or different, really. Some of it's new. Some of it's strange. Yeah. <laughs> and some of it is strange and different. But also, there's a lot of xenophobia in paganism. Yes. That's where the white nationalists come from. There's, right. And yeah. there's a lot of xenophobia just in the United States, period. Yes. 
Uh, Yggdrasil. That's the, the world, world tree. tree from Norse cosmology. Yep. It's one of the best known tree of life symbols. Yep. 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 Yin Yang. That's a Chinese, Chinese concept. concept uh-huh. of, and it's of two poles that are positive and negative. Yeah. Yep. And yep. it can be... Uh, and believe, the connectivity between them. Yeah. And it's a dualistic idea. System. System. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's all I have. Sweet. And we did it under two hours. Phew. So for those of you all who were whining, Rana, um, <laughs> we made it. We made it. And I know there's lots and lots and lots fly. of words that we did not include. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there was stuff for Z, Rowan, but I went, okay, duh. <laughs> um, mostly because it's, we forgot to turn the light on in this room. And it's getting it really dark. dark. It got very dark in here. It's like, oops. And I didn't want to get up to turn the light on. So, uh, with that said... If you want to learn more about us, you can look us up on the international web <laughs> at www3, the number three, pagansandacat.com, or you could just fucking Google us. Yeah, that's what we recommend. Three, yep. pagansandacat.com. And um, Gwen has, has a blog on Patheos. Yep. Yep. And that's that's pretty much everything. Pavios Pagan. Um, and then Red Bubble. Red Bubble. Yeah, we got a Red Bubble. We got all the stuff that we do. Vince says hit the button, so I'm going to. No, 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 say goodbye. Say goodbye at least. Goodbye. You've been listening to Three Pagans and a Cat. Find out more information at www.threepagansandacat.com. 